Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Tonight I'm hanging out with Steven Glansberg. That's right. I'm fucking by myself tonight. No one wanted to record with me, but that's okay. I'm still here. Kelly told me to keep my personality up, so I'm peppy tonight. I'm ready to go. Here we go. We are starting week six. It's incredibly week six out of 14 regular season fantasy weeks. I can't believe it's nearly halfway um, through the regular season here. It's the first week for buys. Um, I've been saying this for a couple episodes now. Heads up, there are buys this week. Um, looks like some people got the message. Uh, waivers were busy this week between buys and injuries. People are hitting the waivers. Um, so we'll jump right into the waiver report. Lucas picked up Alec Pierce. He had the first uh, priority or the first, the highest priority that, that tried to claim somebody, I should say, because I think Blake had that highest priority. Uh, Thomas picked up Taysom Hill. Colin dropped the Chargers defense and picked up the Patriots defense. I picked up Jamison Williams. Tyler dropped the Dolphins defense and picked up the Rams defense. Shuey dropped Jared Goff and picked up Jimmy Garoppolo. He's one bad week from Goff, and he's gone off Shuey's roster. Matt dropped Mac Hollins and picked up Eno Benjamin. I like that pickup, Matt. Surprised Eno didn't go sooner, to be honest. Uh, back to Lucas. Lucas dropped the Colts defense and picked up the Jags defense. Back to Tyler, pick, uh, dropped Nick Folk, picked up Randall Cobb. All right, so adding a little extra uh, receiver there, I think. And then Matt dropped Greg Joseph and picked up Will Lutz. So that wraps up waivers. I know there were several people that were trying to claim um, people and they couldn't get them. We had a lot of claims, and I think this was the biggest week for claims so far. Um, there were also a waivers ran today as well. Um, I know that because I picked up Graham Gano off of, I, I claimed Graham Gano and I dropped Jason Myers. Um, that was today. And I know that there are other claims going on right now and those will uh, be finished out 24 hours from the time that that person was uh, dropped from a roster. So, for example, I saw Mike Boone got dropped from a roster today, this afternoon. And so he will be on waivers for the next 24 hours. So people will be able to claim him. And then those waivers will go through, I think, Friday afternoon. And that person will end up on whoever the top priorities uh roster there so we'll keep an eye out for that um it should be an interesting week we got a lot of matchups that are meaningful um i'm gonna jump right in here with my own matchup against ungi we talked about this we made a little bit of a trade this week um only the second trade this season but I think it's a little bit strange. You know, me and Ungi traded and we're facing each other this week. I don't think 
it played too big of a role in our matchups, although he's got Tyler Higby, who was in my starting lineup last week, now in his starting lineup. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. I am projected to have 146. Ungi's projected to have 133 at this point. So, yeah, it looks like I'm kind of I kind of got the green check marks in most of these categories here. Geno Smith, my running backs, most of my receivers, and my kicker. He's got me in with Nick Chubb and the Ravens defense. But all in all, I think it'll be a pretty close week. I'm hoping that my guys can just dominate again. I mean, my on paper, my team looks very strong. So, yeah, I'm hoping they can continue. I'm a little bit nervous that Gino might fall off a cliff coming up here soon, but I'm going to roll with him. I don't have another option, or at least a better-looking option at this point. Ungi's still going with Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's not a bad call at this point. You kind of got to just stick with him. I don't know who else is available for him to plug in. He's got Matt Ryan on his bench. I, I would just stick with Aaron Rodgers. So this is kind of a, a meaningful matchup. We're both three and two coming into this week. And, you know, we're, we're both like up near the top. And with a win this week could be tied for first, depending on what happens with Matt. So, yeah. It's a big week for the two of us. We're going to move to the next matchup. I'm going to save the next matchup was going to be uh, Colin versus Thomas. But since they're not here tonight, I'm going to save that for last because it's a big rivalry for that one. So the next one I'm going to talk about is Blake versus Tom Roth. And because this is kind of a sad matchup between the two worst teams in the league, I thought it was kind of an appropriate time to uh, test out our new sad beat music uh, that we got courtesy of Jimmy Rice. Blake's new name is the Shitsville Suck Jobs. So that's a great name. It's got a couple money signs in there for the S's. Um, yeah, Blake, I think that's maybe a fitting name for your team. But I think this week is the week that is you're going to start to head in the opposite direction. You're going to start trending up. You're facing Tom Roth, who is not the most powerful opponent. Um, currently, he is projected 111. I know Tom Roth likes to play it, uh, play it pretty late. He likes to look at his roster Sunday, Sunday morning. So he's got Devontae Adams in his starting roster right now, even though he's on by this week. I guess he's going to probably try to plug Isaiah McKenzie, the, the Bills receiver, in there, potentially. I don't know what his plan is. Or move one of the receivers from flex up there and then maybe move a running back into his flex spot. So we'll see what Tom's plan is. But on the other side, Blake looks pretty strong. He's projected 139. And he's got Josh Allen. He's got Stephon Diggs. That's a promising duo. You know, any week, especially in a week that they're playing Kansas City, and you got to assume the game is going to be a shootout. 
So yeah, I'm expecting big things from Josh Allen, big things from Stefan Diggs. And then he's got the ability, Blake's got the ability here uh, with the rest of these guys in his starting lineup to really have a nice week. He's got some big score potential in J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Devin Singletary has the ability to put up big points. We'll see what happens, you know, with that Bills game. Cortland Sutton's a little bit scary because I don't know what's going on with um, Russell Wilson. You know, whether he's hurt or not, I don't know what's really going on with Russell Wilson this season. But, yeah, and then Blake's got Tyler Algier down here and Alan Lazard. So, a couple guys that could have big games on any given week. He's got the Cowboys defense playing Philadelphia. Man, I don't know. Philly's offense pretty good. I mean, Cowboys defense is good too, so we'll see. Tom is still rocking with the Steelers defense, Tom. Come on. They're playing Tampa Bay. Another good offense. I'm telling you, get them out of there. Get a different defense, any other defense. Okay? Steelers without uh, Watt, not great. All right, Tom. All right, let's jump over to the next matchup. This one is Mike versus Dylan, Canton Bigger Dicks versus Canton Foosball. Mike is at two and three. Dylan is at three and two. So. Both of them, Dylan's obviously still fighting to get back to first place with a win this week. And Mike is fighting to, you know, get back to even after falling to a losing record last week. Mike is currently projected 104. That seems low. Yes, he's got James Conner, who's projected zero. I I think he maybe is projected to not play this week, potentially. Um, and then T Higgins is also projected zero points. And I believe he's not playing this week as well. So Mike, you got to plug a couple people in there. This would be a good week for you to put Tyler Boyd in. If T Higgins really is out for the week. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're going to have to make some decisions down there. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, if he's playing, you got to put him up there for James Connor. And then you could plug someone else in that flex spot. Looking over at Dylan's team, he's got Jalen Hurts. He's going to more than likely have a big game against Dallas. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, a couple guy, a couple running backs who I don't think have quite hit what people were expecting them. You know, I think they were expected to be much better going into the season. But, uh, you know, hopefully they're going to get back on track coming into the middle of the season here. Jalen Waddell, Amari Cooper looks good. Antonio Gibson. Oh, he's playing tonight. You got him locked in the flex, so he's he's playing right now, so you can't take him out. I was going to say he maybe is a little bit scary to have in there, but he's locked in right now. That's right. Chicago and Washington are currently playing. Looks like there's about four minutes left in the first quarter. So Antonio Gibson has zero points currently. Um, yeah, Dylan is projected 127. So this might be a low-scoring matchup. I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Lamar versus Jalen Hurts. What am I saying? It's not going to be low-scoring. Both of those guys are going to go off this week, and you guys both have other players that have a potential to put up big points. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Matt 
versus Lucas is next. Matt is still massaging with Watson at four and one. First place in the division in the league, I should say. Lucas changed his name to T- Team Travis. Excuse me, Team Kill Travis Kelsey, as he fell to two and three on the season last week. I'll tell you what, if Lucas could bring Matt down this week, that would be incredible. I have to say, being one game behind Matt, I am currently rooting for Lucas. Although Lucas is projected 112 right now, and Matt is projected 128. So we'll see what happens. Matt's got Terry McLaurin playing tonight. Honestly, I haven't been a fan of Terry McLaurin this season. There's a good chance he doesn't do well tonight, and that could play a big part in Lucas being able to win this matchup. Matt's got Patrick Mahomes, who's obviously going to do good. Alvin Kamara, who finally played well last week, maybe can play well again this week against Cincinnati. We'll see. He's got Michael Carter in there. Not his normal starter, but he's in there because of a bye. Um. He's he's sort of backing up Brees Hall in in uh, for the Jets there, and I mean he's still getting relevant touches, so I don't mind you know that play, especially on a bye week. But we'll see what he can do. Like I said, Terry McLaurin, he's got Tyler Lockett, who's doing really well this season. I like him, especially with Geno Smith, you know, on my starting lineup. So I'm rooting for Tyler Lockett. Devin Duvernay, you know, I like this play this week, actually. I think their receivers there in Baltimore are a little bit banged up, so Duvernay is looking good, I think, in this flex spot. And then Eno Benjamin, off of waivers, I said off of waivers, this was a pretty good pickup. I, I picked him up in another one of my leagues, and yeah, Matt, I honestly think that's a good flex play. He could be pretty good for you this week. So, Matt, I'll say this. You got Tom Brady on your bench, right? He's he's you know projected 21 points. He's one of the better quarterbacks in fantasy right now. Dude, you should try to trade him and get other pieces to fill in for these bye weeks and some of these injuries that are that you got going on. You know what I mean? He's just a backup. I don't know when Mahomes' bye week is. Maybe you can use him for the bye week and then and then trade him away for some pieces to move forward in the season. But just just consider that. You know, just consider that. At this point in the season, everybody should be thinking trades. At least thinking about them. Looking over at Lucas, he's got Joe Burrow. He's going to, you know, hopefully have another good week. He's sort of been coming up a little bit, although it looks like T. Higgins might not be playing. That might not bode well for Joe. He's got Chase Edmonds, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, Lucas is... Injury riddled right now, and he's got some bye weeks he's dealing with. So Chase Edmonds, Tevin Coleman are his two starting running backs for the week. Looks like Keenan Allen is finally going to be back. So Lucas got him in there as in a, as a starter. You know, hopefully he can come back and produce. I would not be surprised if he starts. He'll get some, he'll get some targets. You know, it's not going to be like he'll come out there and just run a bunch of routes and not get any targets. So hopefully he plays Monday night. And then he's got Romeo Dobbs again. I like Romeo as a you know rookie coming up this season. It seems like 
Aaron Rodgers is starting to get more comfortable with him, so that's hopefully a good sign for him. And then Lucas's other big hitter, Mark Andrews, they're playing the Giants. Should be a good week for him. James Robinson's had a pretty good season, you know, and I think he's a little bit underrated at this point. I know that um, Travis Etienne has been getting a little bit more, you know, looks through these last couple games and and carries and whatnot, but I still think James Robinson's pretty good having his starting lineup there. So, yeah, and then he's rocking with the Jags' defense against Indy's offense. Indy's offense has been terrible this season, so, you know, that could be a pretty good play. Um, Yeah, that, that about does it. Lucas having Brandon Cooks, Derrick Henry on by, that's rough. That is rough. Lucas, I would say you might consider throwing Alec Pierce in your starting lineup this week. I don't know, although you you got the Jags defense playing Indy's offense, but he seen, he had a lot of catches last week, a lot. They seem to be getting in, involved in the offense. Just consider it. You know, you could move James Robinson up there, replace Chase Edmonds, and maybe stick Alec Pierce in that, that flex spot. I don't know. See what happens. Consider it. So we're going to move over to Shuey versus Tyler. This will be a good competitive matchup, I know for sure. Um, Shuey's dealing with buys. Tyler's got a guy on buy. But I've learned, even though Shuey's projected 123, Tyler's projected 139, which is solid projection there. I've learned never count Shuey out. They're both at three and two this season. So it is a big game for them. Like I said, whoever's whoever wins this three and two matchup is going to be four and two, and they're going to potentially be tied for first place based on what Matt, you know, what happens in Matt's matchup. But going to four and two at this point in the season will, will be huge for any team. So obviously this is a big matchup. Tyler's team looks solid. He's got Justin Herbert, Christian McCaffrey, and he's got Travis Etienne, who I just said is starting to get more carries um these last couple games so you know if that's any indication of the increased workload for the rest of the season that's promising for Travis Etienne especially because he's apparently a passing you know pass receiving back although he seems to struggle with it at, at some points but Tyler's also got CeeDee Lamb who has just been a stud this season for someone who's so scrawny I mean he actually is a fucking good wide receiver and yeah, he's he's a big part of Tyler's team. Devontae Smith, hopefully he can put up another big week. He's got that potential. And then Travis Kelsey, Tyler's really his big dog down there. He's got A.J. Dillon in as a flex spot too. A little bit worrisome considering A.J. Dillon has not done too much this season, really. I don't know. Tyler's got Randall. I don't know. Maybe that is your best option. Him or Randall Cobb. They're playing the Jets, so we'll see what he decides to do. Rams defense looks good. Harrison Buck Buckner. You've been holding him on your fucking IR on your bench all season, so hopefully he's able to hopefully he's worth it for you. Looking over at Chewy, he's rocking with Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Dropped uh Jared Goff. 
that one bad week and Chewie cuts his ass. Get out, he says. He's rocking with Najee Harris still. It's tough. You know, having him on your team, it's tough not to start him, but he really has not done a ton this season, and he's been super frustrating. So we'll see what happens. The guy I really like on Chewie's team right now is Kenneth Walker, Seattle's running back. Um, Rashad Penny got hurt last week, and Kenneth Walker is a very talented young running back, and now he's going to have the chance to get a big workload and step into the number one role there in an offense that really does love running the ball, and it's been running and throwing, for that matter, very efficiently this season. So honestly, I think he has the potential to do really well, and he could stay in that starting lineup, you know, even when Damian Pierce comes back off a of bye. So we'll see what happens. He also has Jeff Wilson down there in his flex spot, which still he's still doing really well this season. You know, he's he came off of uh, I think waivers early on after an injury there in San Francisco, and Shuey's kept him, and he's been very productive. He's also got Tyreek Hill and then Mike Williams. And I've been saying all season, Mike Williams with Keenan Allen out is a must start. But if Keenan Allen's back, I don't know if he's going to see quite as many targets as he has um, the last few weeks when he's really been the main receiver there. So we'll see what happens. I mean, they're playing Denver, who hasn't been great this season, although their defense has been pretty good. And I think that's a divisional matchup, so. Could be a tough one. It's Monday night. But, yeah, I don't know who he would really put in for him. Pickens, maybe. George Pickens or Deontay Johnson. Shoe, you better figure out which one you like more and get rid of the other one. Can't. I wouldn't hold two, two receivers on the same team like that when one's on the rise and one's not. We'll see what happens. And then you got Saints defense for Cincinnati. I don't know. I don't know if Cincinnati's offense hasn't been high powered, but any it just scares me. It's like ticking time bomb. When is their offense going to explode? When is Jamar Chase going to get touchdowns? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Should be a good matchup, though. Honestly, Shuey's week, Shuey's team always goes off when you least expect it. So yeah, it'll be a good one. And then last but not least, the one I saved. Um, because neither of them are on the show tonight with me. Thomas versus Colin. They're both at two and three. Colin has 13 points right now from the Bears defense on this Thursday night game. They must be doing decent. Oh, it's 0-0, so they're pitching a shutout currently. That's where those 13 points come from. Um, Colin is projected 156. Woo! Hell yeah. That's quite a projection there. And then Thomas is projected 131. So, you know, not bad, but when you're looking at 158, that's quite a difference there. And I think that projection comes from his defense doing really well right now. They just scored him a couple more points, so it's 15 for them. Um, Yeah, that'll be huge if the Bears defense can contribute, like, a big chunk of points because he has Cooper Cup and Saquon Barkley – um, both of which are like the Cooper Cup's the best receiver in fantasy for sure. 
And then Saquon Barkley is up there right neck and neck with Nick Chubb for who's the best running back in fantasy. With Saquon's, you know, he's in, he's the workhorse. He's in on all three downs. He's getting all the pass. He's, you know, he's running all the routes out of the backfield and stuff. So he's getting a lot of passes. I just feel like Saquon's ceiling is higher than Nick Chubb's at this point. Although I think Nick Chubb is currently beating him in points. But obviously, like I said, they're neck and neck. But the fact that Colin has Saquon and Cooper Cup on the same team is incredible. It's it's incredible that you got that, dude. And they are both going off this season. I, I cannot believe you're still rocking with Russell Wilson, dude. You have to. I, you, you, oh, Derek Carr's on by. So you're, I guess, why not? Fuck it. Roll the dice with him again. Roll the dice with him again. If he happens to throw a touchdown to Jerry Judy, who he's got down there in his flex, you know, it's just a bonus pretty much. Jacoby Meyer playing Cleveland, coming off that questionable status from last week, I think is maybe due for a good week here, which sucks because it's against Cleveland. But, uh, yeah, Marquise Brown has been solid all season down there in your flex. I mean, yeah, it's a solid lineup all the way down for Colin. Looking at Thomas's lineup, he's got Zach Wilson, who he seems to be pretty high on. He's projected 18 points right now, which is pretty good. But uh, we'll see what he can do. I mean, they're playing Green Bay, so I don't know if that's necessarily a great matchup on paper for him. But they're very talented at wide receiver. Brees Hall is on the come up right now, the rookie running back there. And I would say they're kind of like a sneaky good offense, like definitely on the on the come up. So hopefully Zach Wilson can like make something happen and they can score some points this week and he can help make make this matchup competitive for Thomas. Looking down here, Thomas has Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. I think those are two solid running backs at this point. Obviously, Eckler went off last week against Cleveland. Hopefully, he can continue doing that again this week on Monday in Denver. And then Melvin Gordon in the same game. I'm sorry, it's it's in L.A., not in Denver, but Melvin Gordon in the same game. I think both of them really could have good games for him. Debo has been a bit underwhelming this season, but he's playing Atlanta. That's a really good matchup for him. Um, Yeah, hopefully he can go off for Thomas. Here's a scary one. Curtis Samuel, you know, a lot of people are really high on Curtis Samuel right now, and I really like him, and he gets handoffs, and he gets catches, and he's got a He's got big playability, but he's in an offense with Carson Wentz and they are anemic at times and it's terrible. And obviously they're playing Chicago tonight. Colin has got the Bears defense and currently Curtis Samuel has zero points for Thomas. And so if he puts up a zero burger, I mean, I'm assuming he's going to get a couple catches tonight or at least a few yards um, from an end around or something. But if he puts up a zero burger for Thomas tonight, that is going to put him in such a hole. It's going to be tough to come back from. But, yeah. It's good that Thomas, I think, took out Matthew Stafford. I think it's about time. He picked up Taysom Hill off waivers, and he's, boy, he's not going to start him. 
he's not going to start him. He's got Ezekiel Elliott and DK Metcalf in his flex spots down there. So, yeah, I don't know. You're not going to roll, roll with the momentum from Taysom Hill's week last week. He's going to just keep him on his bench and try to guess moving forward when Taysom's going to have a big week and when he's not. So, yeah, big matchup. I know these guys are picking themselves. We haven't got to pod picks yet, but they are both fired up about playing each other. I don't think I mentioned at the top of the show, but this is a quote-unquote divisional week. So you're playing a guy that you're going to play twice this year. So it's going to be a competitive week. With all that being said, we are going to get into the pod picks. And I have Colin and Thomas's picks here. And like I said, we'll start with their matchup. Like I said, they picked themselves. Colin is confident in himself. Thomas is not doing reverse jinx anymore. He is confident in himself. But uh, it seems pretty obvious to me. I have to go with Colin. Despite thinking that it, you know it eventually could be a close matchup in the end, I just think Colin has too much firepower to pick against him in this matchup. So, sorry, Thomas. Going with Colin. Next one. Oh, they got... Okay. Next one, me versus Zach. Colin is picking me. Thomas is picking Zach. And I am, of course, picking myself. I think it'll be a close one. I'm, I'm actually really nervous about this week. I'm considering plugging in Mostert, who I got from Ungi. But Gabe Davis just went off for a huge week last week, and they're playing Kansas City, so I feel like I got to rock with him. Michael Pittman's playing Jacksonville. I feel like I got to rock with him. And... Yeah, I'm playing Leonard Fournette and Brees also. Mostert is currently just a solid backup running back on my bench for depth. And I love it, honestly, having him down there. So I am rocking with myself, of course. And then Colin's rocking with me. Thomas is rocking with Ungi. All right. Next matchup, we're going to look at Blake versus Tom Roth. Tom Roth. Every time we record these, Tom Roth has people in the lineup he shouldn't. So his uh, projection is always skewed. I'm going to look through the skewed projection, though, at Tom's actual, what I'm going to perceive as his starting lineup. And I just don't know how he can compete with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Although the rest of Blake's roster, I think, actually matches up fairly well with Tom's roster. I mean, he's got Kyler Murray. Yeah, he's got Christian Kirk. He's got Drake London down there. Adam Thielen could have a decent week. It's Your running backs are scary, dude. Joe Mixon has not had a great year. Cam Akers has had a terrible year so far. So I don't know, you know. David Montgomery on your bench. I don't know if he's playing tonight or not. I don't know what your options are, but 
I think I just got to go with Blake here. Don't overthink it. Keep it simple, stupid. So with me picking Blake, that's all three of us picking Blake. So Tom, big prove it week for you, dude. If you can win a second game in a row, being the underdog like this, that would be huge and be big momentum in your favor. You're playing Blake so that I think by law means that you're supposed to have the best game of the season for your team. So yeah, good luck, Tom. Blake, this one means a lot for you, man. You're one and four right now. This win could get you on the track, on the right track, you know, to at least maybe make a run for the playoffs coming up here late in the season. So, Blake, I got my money behind you. Next matchup is Dylan versus Mike. Yeah, I think when Mike plugs in a different receiver, obviously the projection will be closer. It's tough to see, though. I think I'm going to have to go with Dylan. Colin picked Dylan. Thomas picked Mike. Even when Mike plugs guys in for these for these guys that are projected zero right now, I just... I just don't know if it's going to be enough. Jonathan Taylor is supposed to be a huge part of Mike's team, and he's a little bit, you know, coming off that injury. Who knows if they're going to maybe limit his touches? I don't know. Could be a tough week for Mike again. So I'm going to pick Dylan. And Dylan, since you're not playing me anymore, you officially can continue to win. I think your roster will allow that. So good luck to both of you. Next matchup, Matt versus Lucas. The, the current score is three points for Matt to zero points for Lucas. So Terry McLaurin did actually get a few points for Matt. Um, Let's see here. Both Thomas and Colin are picking Matt in this one. I just think, yeah, I just think Lucas with the with your bye week and your injuries and stuff, it's gonna be a tough week for you, man. You're gonna have to really count on big weeks from all your players, really. And you're gonna have to hope that the Jags defense can actually do something and get you maybe double digits. I'm gonna go with Matt. I think Patrick Mahomes. And the 49ers defense are going to carry him to this victory. But shit, it might be close. It might be close. But I'm locking it in with Matt. So Lucas, um, no one's voting for you, buddy. You got a lot to prove. I know it's a down week, but you got to keep fighting. Keep on fighting, Lucas. Maybe you should change your name to the Fighting Lucases. All right. Coming into the last matchup. This is a good one. Shuey versus Tyler. I think I might pick this one for the best matchup of the week. Or at least the best odds to be the best matchup of the week. Um, let's see here. Colin is picking Josh. 
Thomas is picking Tyler. I really, really, really want to pick Tyler in this one. But I told myself last week, you got to stop picking against Shuey. And so I think, ooh, this is tough. I think I'm going to go ahead and pick Shuey. No, I can't do it. I know I told myself last week you have to pick Josh, but I just I I see Tyler's path to victory in this one. His roster looks really good. The one the one spot on Tyler's roster that's scary is that AJ Dillon and truly I think it might not matter. Yep, I'm going to go with Tyler. And you know what? I can already hear myself regretting it when Shuey beats me or beats my pick yet again. But, uh, you know, I just got to go with what my eyes are telling me here. Okay. So, okay. All of our picks are in. That about does it. Um, update on the Guardians, because I told you I'd give you an update on the Guardians. They lost 4-1 to against the Yankees Tuesday night. So, very disappointing. I'm, I'm glad uh, Thomas wasn't on the pod and we weren't recording for his reaction to that. I'm sure it was bad. Uh, their next game is Friday start time. Classic 107 p.m. So for the five people that don't work on Fridays, you can tune in. That's good. Or maybe on your lunch break, you can tune in. That's even better. So you can tune in for one hour of lunch break of a 0-0 baseball game. Playoff game be fun so yeah all right that's gonna wrap it up for nick Humphreys and steven glansberg good luck everybody this week it's a big one thanks for listening peace